0: Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday, October 9th, 2019. I am Stacy, and tonight I am joined by Amber and Christine to discuss the many books written by Stephen King. Yay! I'm very excited (laughs) about this episode, and there are so many things for us to talk about tonight, but first, I am required to discuss the housekeeping things, and my heart is all aflutter, because I'm afraid I'm going to get it all mixed up, because this is not usually my role, but You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Book Bistro Podcast. And if you'd like, you can join our reader group on Facebook to interact with uh, other podcast listeners to discuss what you're reading and to find some good recommendations. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can also send us an email at thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And I am very excited today to talk with you about Different things by Stephen King. And you know, the topic of Stephen King is so voluminous, we could probably devote a month's worth of podcast episodes to his writing and still okay only I know, <laughs> And still only scratch the surface. And today's gonna be a fabulous, free-flowing discussion type. Um, because none of us could just choose a couple books to discuss. So I think how I'd love to start, though, um, is just for all of us to kind of talk about what was our introduction to Stephen King? Like, what was the first thing you read? Um, And whoever wants to start can go first. It won't be me. So
1: I will start. And I read my first Stephen King book as a sophomore in high school. Um, believe it or not, there was a period in middle school and high school where I did not read. and what? One of, Yes, I know. And one of the first books that I broke my years-long reading slump with was Carrie. <laughs> Does everyone oh. remember Carrie? Oh,
0: yes.
2: I totally yes. do, but
0: I've never read oh. it. Oh, it crazy? oh,
2: wow.
1: So, um, so Carrie was my introduction, and I remember sitting on my bed, reading this book, and I was totally on team carry the entire way, mm-hmm. um, which says a lot about me, apparently. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so um, I read that one, and then I read, um, at, at around the same time, I read uh, Pet Cemetery which I will talk oh. about later, and Rose Matter, Oh, which, I loved Rose Matter. Yeah, Man. which was a great book. Yeah. Uh, I actually liked Rose Matter. That's one of my favorite Stephen King books. And mm-hmm. actually, um, when he talks about it, he doesn't talk about it a whole lot, which I think is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But what made the book for me was I actually got it from our local library, and it was the unabridged audio. And that's excellent if you ever get a chance to read that. So that is my introduction to the horror master that is Stephen
2: King. <laughs> What about well, you, Christine? <laughs> um, I, oddly, and and Kerry is his first book that he that he wrote, um, so I just thought that yes. was interesting. I did not yes. start there; I started reading Stephen King in the late '80s, um, probably 1988, I think, and I started reading with Cujo. That oh was my gosh! Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a really oh. tough introduction. Man. I had. I had my first guide dog, and, you know, sometimes I was afraid to pet her. Um, I can appreciate I, that. I just, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, what if, like, she bites me, or, you know, and she's got, I, I started thinking, you know, really not so good things about her. Um, and, but I started reading with, and I was reading in Braille a lot back then. I was reading oh, the, wow. from the- That's what I read Curian. The, yeah. Yeah, and uh, my, my partner at the time um, did not just did not like horror. She did not do horror in any way, shape, or form. And I thought it would be really fun to get her to read some horror with me. Oh, and I was really kind of cruel because <laughs> I would sit there and I'd say, oh, my goodness. And she would say, what? And I would say, oh, the book. And I would read her a paragraph. She would say, shush, oh, shush. I don't want to <laughs> know. I don't want to know. And I would say, yeah, but, oh, my. And you know that she read three Stephen King books with me. Oh, through wow. Through that summer. Yeah. Um, we read three Stephen King books in it, in it together. And, and then she said, enough is enough. But Cujo was my first book. And then you know, I, I did do Carrie later and all kinds of other stuff. But, yeah, that
1: was my intro. Actually, you know what? I was wrong. My first book by Stephen King was not Carrie, it was actually Firestarter. And the reason that I oh. remember it is because I actually, that was the very first book that I ever scanned. So
0: oh, wow. Okay. So you had yeah. a digital book mm-hmm. and that was your first. Right, yes, and wow. it
2: was Firestarter. That's one of the books I read to Peg, is Firestarter. Well,
0: isn't that romantic?
2: <laughs> yes, it was. It was you know,
0: I actually haven't read Firestarter yet. I haven't read some of his oh. earlier books. Oh. Um, but that one is intriguing to me. Is it something that I should read? Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's yeah. one so, of the things
2: that, uh, about Stephen King that I was thinking we would probably touch on tonight. I didn't yeah. know when. And that is the fact that his writing, at least in my opinion, has ch- really, really changed over the yes. years. Um, <clears throat> and, and I think that's for the better. Um, it's, and uh, it's interesting. Some, some of the early stuff was he really talks good, about that too. yeah. But... And it's
0: interesting because um, it, that kind of segues into um, the first Stephen King book I read was actually in my thirties. So I just read oh. it like oh. I want to say it was like twenty twelve. Um, oh. and I know, and I, I always thought wow. oh, not could, I wouldn't like Stephen King. I don't know. And so the first one I started with was Salem's Lot oh lord oh, have mercy. and I i've never read it. that i've never oh read God. that book before i'm terrified i hated it i,
2: hated I, it. I was
0: bored i thought it was oh. i was like bogged oh. down in like the minutiae of it i i didn't Dare like I, say I liked it
2: well no you're i, mean, <laughs> I
0: never read it i kind of want to read it again because it was my first and so i i don't know if i had a different expectation so i was really pissed and i was like well i'm not going to read this anymore by this author i, I don't Like his style and I didn't like the way he wrote about women and that I just there were just so many things I didn't like. Well, then um, a year later, I met a group of women um, in the college town where I was living. And I found out that one of them was part of a Stephen King book club.
2: And I was like, oh,
0: I'd love to be part of a Stephen King book club. And I'm sitting there in my mind thinking, what the hell are you saying? Like, the only book you ever read by him. <laughs> so then I thought, well, I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try to read a different book before I commit to this book club. So I actually picked up Cell because I love, like, Apocalyptic. Oh. Um, and that's yeah. what really changed my mind about Stephen King is reading Cell. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so Never read so it. No. It's all good.
1: <clears throat> but it's I interesting.
0: It. <laughs> I really – oh, just – I I loved everything about it. It was so vivid and really fabulous. And of course it's a more recent one. And I think that his writing has evolved quite a bit from Salem's lot to like sell. I mean, I, I I don't know. I I agree with you, Christine though, that his writing has evolved um, for the better. The one thing that bothered me a lot about some of the earlier books that I read was the way that he portrayed women. Um, Mm -hmm. And for someone who's so, just knowing what his politics are, and knowing the way that he always thanks his wife in every book, it was very surprising to me. A lot of the women just were very sort of unflattering, almost caricatures of different like archetypal like women, like the the overweight, um, uneducated, obnoxious mother who didn't have good things to say. I feel like she shows up a lot in his earlier work and stuff like that, and. It bothered me a lot, but his his newer stuff isn't like that in the
2: least. For me too, in his earlier stuff, there was just pretty much horror with no no hope of any kind. Yeah. No no yeah. way that it could end. I mean like Christine just haunts me to this day. Oh wait, I've never it's read named Christine. After me, uh, but because <laughs> It the, that that to this day, if I hear a car revving really loudly, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's gonna run over me!" You're
1: like, "It's you know, Christine, it, it's, run away!"
2: <laughs> and you know, but the thing is that in the <clears throat> in that book, that car was gonna do the same thing over and over.
1: Well, it's just like the ending of Carrie. I mean, I'm not gonna. Get and in so
2: many of, yeah, the, I was really yeah. glad when I read Carrie that I never wanted to go to my prom. Um, <laughs> you know, but but it he has. That has changed a lot, and the, the first well, book that I felt like that changed in was Gerald's Game.
1: Oh, I you know what? I refused to read Gerald's Game. I couldn't. I couldn't get past the first couple of chapters. I was so creeped out. I remember that's probably one of the very few books of his that I did not finish.
2: It, it was really. It turned. And like, there's no question about that. But the thing that that was different about it from anything else before that that I had read is that it ended with a woman being empowered. It ended so, with her being okay. able to make a choice, being able to um, get free of a bad mm-hmm. you know, situation, and take her life into her own hands, and do something for herself. And that was a real like, change for so her. So I her think,
1: story. so I've actually, because I'm a, I'm a nerd, um, I actually did quite a bit of study on Stephen King's actual life, um, along with reading his book on writing, which has like a really. I haven't good, read it yet. Yeah, it has a really good like autobiography sort of thing of him. And so, what you'll notice is a lot of his earlier stuff was written when he was on drugs, and, mm-hmm. he, was, um, and he was, and he was an alcoholic so gerald's game and i mean he freely admits like when he wrote tommy knockers he said oh, he doesn't gosh. even remember writing it the same thing with misery you know he talks about annie and misery oh. like annie was drugs and annie was alcohol um mm. so he said he doesn't even remember writing like misery wow. oh my god don't
0: knockers. tell me that no. misery is one of my favorites it was so horrifying it was but anyway
1: it was, it was terrifying but yeah it is you'll terrifying. notice that When he quit the drugs and alcohol, that's when his characters started becoming more positive.
0: Well, and more, more, more more Yeah. You know, and I think you really notice that. I mean, for me, I, um, I read, I waited to read The Shining um, until right before Dr. Sleep came out. I'd never read it. Mm -hmm. And so I read The Shining and Dr. Sleep back to back. And oh,
2: wow. that
0: was such,
1: a, Oh, I've never
2: read. That's Doctor a difference. I about oh my
0: God. I, oh, Dr. Sleep is one of my, I. Th- it's one of my favorite Stephen King books of all time because it had such a strong <clears throat> thread of hope that mm. ran throughout the novel, even with all the darkness now and the horrible things. Because, yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. I love that book so much. And I'm not sure what people think if, you know, for someone who maybe read the shining, you know, decades ago,
2: I did actually and read what, The Shining. Okay, so tell time.
0: me, did you read Dr. Sleep then?
2: I have not read Dr. <gasps> sleep. Oh, um, correct. But I can imagine, though, that those would be quite different if you read them mm-hmm. back to back. That, that yeah. you would really yeah. notice a big uh, yeah. change. In
1: yep. So was- I, have to t- I have to tell you the really funny story about the movie The Shining. Uh-huh. So when I moved into my very first apartment, um, at two o'clock in the morning, I decided that it would be a good life choice for me to watch The Shining. So I did. Oh. And I was so terrified <laughs> that 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> I called, I, called, I don't even yeah. say that. You're gonna... <laughs> and I called my dad at like 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, Oh my God, I read this, watch The Shining. And he's like, I live like 20 hours away. What do you want me to do about <laughs> yeah, it? <laughs>
0: <for> a... <laughs> well, and I mean, uh, to, to watch it at two thirty in the morning at the most vulnerable time of know, the night, like in my I, very, my very first night at my very first apartment ever. Oh my god! I don't know what to say, Whoa. Amber. That's a little. It was um,
1: looking back, a terrible life choice.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I saw The Shining years before I read the book, and oh, I loved the book so much more than the movie. I thought the movie was good. I know Stephen King doesn't like the movie for some reason, but um, <coughs> excuse me, I really did, but. That book was quite well done, and I was pretty terrified. I actually read, because this is my life choice, um, oh. a couple of years ago. Do you remember the winter of 2014, at least in Ohio, in this area? We had a really oh. um, intense winter, and I worked, yes. at a, I worked at a university. And for the first time in 30 years, they closed the university down for two I days think in I a row. I think that, yeah. Yeah, like in January. Yeah. And so I thought it would be a really great idea to read The Shining oh, oh, um, cool. at that time because isn't that the best time to read The Shining, when you're Absolutely. snowed in? You're snowed in and you
1: can't get out,
0: yes. Yeah. To your old Great. house yes. with the yeah. scary, malevolent basement that the must smell oh, kind of oh, rolls nice. out. Of- yeah, I thought that was a good life choice. Absolutely. Um, and actually, so I don't even know. I might have read The Shining again when Dr. Sleep came I can't remember when Dr. Sleep came out. I'm pretty sure it was in 2014, but I can't remember when. But anyway, I, I love The Shining, but Dr. Sleep was so hopeful and so fabulous and the movie's coming out on November 8th and I'm really afraid that nothing can do that writing justice in that book because I really, really love that book. So
2: I, I should say I haven't movie. seen any, the, the only movie of Stephen King, two movies I saw, one because I won a ticket to the pre-screening of Dolores Claiborne. Lord have mercy. Oh. I know.
1: <laughs> I love yes. that
2: book. And the other one was Pet Cemetery, and I. The the, other than that, I just read the books. I don't really care if I. And after seeing Pet Cemetery, I don't. No, that's well. They've redone
0: Pet Cemetery. Um, I.
1: And they redid redid the Shining in this god awful
2: miniseries.
1: Oh,
0: I never saw that.
2: I'm not sure why you would need to redo Pet Cemetery. Why bother in the first place? But that's just
1: (laughs) well. And we were going to talk about Stephen King books that we would never reread, and mine was Pet Cemetery. I refuse. Yeah, so is mine.
0: Well, I've never read Pet Cemetery because I was told the plot of it when I was in junior high. Oh. And I decided that that's something I could never read, and then my husband read it um right when we started dating and Ooh. he used to um he had he went into his office at night to read it. he had a balcony so he'd go there sometimes and um do work or read or whatever, and he was there when he read the final line of the book, oh oh no. darling and so he was up on the second floor, he, he called me later and said, yeah, I had to walk down this, like, dark stairwell. <laughs> and I was just waiting for this that woman was, to grab me. Yeah.
1: Yes, that was his poor life choice.
2: Well, A very poor life got, choice. Um, know it. When I got the book, uh, it was right after my first guide dog dies. Oh, no. And my uh, good friend said, don't read it. You need to give it back and get some other books and don't 100%. read it for for a while. And I'm really glad that I listened to that. Oh, you did? One. Oh, uh, good. Okay, okay good. I'm glad. I yeah, no, that would be bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well,
0: and, and this is, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I said that I hated Salem's Lot. You know, part of me kind of wants to read it again um, because oh, he did capture – like certain eras in history so well and, and with the party line and the gossipy women in town and the, you know, small town vibe of mid century. Um, but I just don't know. I really hated it. Like I, and I can't even tell you now why I hated it. I
2: hated Tommy knockers
1: the same way. Well, I've never read Stephen King. So don't feel bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, you know, a while ago, Amber, you mentioned, and I just want to talk about this before we get too far away from it. You said yeah. Rose Matter was one of the books that you read. Yes. And to me, I, what I found so impressive about that book, um, well, A, I loved it. I thought it was really great. I yeah. thought the, it got kind of strange in the last quarter, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. The, what I love the most is how a male author was able to get yes. into this woman's head. And, and it was a battered woman. Yeah, and to yeah. do that with such skill. He really
1: did. I was really impressed.
0: And my favorite scene, though, <laughs> is when her friend um, pisses over the guy. Yes! <laughs> it was, like, the yeah. best scene. But no, sure. there was just something very empowering about that yeah. book and how he wrote it from that perspective. Yeah. And it really, to me, it, it felt like, you know, some growth in his writing. And i that sounds really... I feel like that sounds so no, I don't think so. Like I mean, snotty to say as someone yeah. who could never begin to write like Stephen King, but
2: it I'm was really there was glad a sensitivity, Stacy, that you said about um, getting into uh, the head of the woman, because one of the things that has always um, continues to uh, to really um, that I like about him is even when he was writing in his. Whatever drug phase or whatever right. when he, how he he can put himself into the minds of, like even when he wrote Cujo, that the, the way that he thought for the dog, the way that he talked for the dog, the way that he was in the head of a dog that had rabies was av- was really incredible. Um, I've not. Read
1: I don't think the really, cat appreciates. you talking about. Cuch- no, the cat. I is not me.
2: But, <laughs> but I have always found him to be very good with talking in language that speaks mm-hmm. to who to everyday experiences and everyday people and just the way that we live our 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 life every day. It's like he's just good at getting into minds and getting into yeah. Yeah. and using words to. Yeah. To
0: paint really vivid like character yeah, pictures. And, and very, very vivid characters, so yeah,
1: and I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit because I, I don't think that this book gets a lot of attention, so i 've never really been into authors reading their own books, but Stephen King does an audible narration of needful things, and oh, you either I love it me. or you absolutely <laughs> hate it there's nothing there's no in between and I want to say he does Dolores Claiborne too, but I don't think that's right. He does insomnia.
0: I think. Okay. Yeah, he does. 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 Um, Mm -hmm. but if
1: he did Dolores Claiborne, I'd really appreciate it because Dolores Claiborne was written all in dialect. Um, Uh and needful things sort of was too, but it was his narration that really made that book for me and needful things. I reread it probably once every couple of years and it's because of his oh. narration that I do it. And a lot of people
0: really hate his narration, but I love it. I, that's interesting. You say that. Cause I did not read needful things with his narration and oh, I that either. book was a struggle for me to get oh,
2: through. See,
1: and that's one of my favorite Stephen King books.
0: And
2: but I, I, I liked was, the book a lot, but i read yeah. it in Braille.
1: But I think it was because of his narration. And mm-hmm. I think that that is one of the, you know, one of the very few author read books that I really liked because he was able to give it the voice that he wanted it to
0: have. Yep. Maybe I'll have to try it again and buy it. uh, um, Okay. So if you were um, like on a desert Island and you could only bring one Stephen King
2: book with you, Oh, what would it be? Um, well, we were talking before about favorite Stephen King books, yep. and, and this would probably be the, that would be the one I would, I, I have to say that The Stand really, oh. really impacted oh, me for a long time. I think that it's over, it's the, just, it's so the huge uncut, the so, uncut edition. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I read. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I, can't, the, I can't imagine what just—it's just, it, it's just the, the scope, the battle between <laughs> evil. That's you know, the, the, just the way he does it. I just—I I really, really like the book.
0: Yep, um, I do too. It's uh-huh. one of my yep. Um, although I was very traumatized, I was getting a little bit of a tickle in my throat while I was reading. I'm like, "Oh my god, the super flu!" <gasps> 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 and um, well, <laughs> it was right. a very You got powerful. sick
2: right after you read that. You didn't. You had the sore throat and everything. Actually,
0: both times I read it, if I'm now that I think back on it, but yeah, I, I love this, Dan.
2: I started reading it right before my mom died, and oh, no. um, I had to stop reading it because where I was when she died was everybody was getting sick and dying, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I I couldn't I couldn't uh, couldn't stick with that right then. So I picked it up a few months later, and then uh, but oh wow, it just it stayed with me for well Uh, it just still does stay with me
0: for me it would be it'd be eleven twenty two sixty three. like that book is in my top like three Uh, books of my entire life i love it so much um i'm actually i don't know why it's so impactful to me it just feels like there's such heart and soul in that book like i don't even know how to explain it and you know just everything about it and, and the the time travel and the you know, it's it's not necessarily horror. It's history. It's it's mm-hmm. historical fiction. It's you know, uh, like kind of thriller. It's it's so many things, and has this beautiful love story, both for you know between a man and a woman in it, but also a love story for an era almost. Yeah, like I just yeah. it was a very powerful book to me. I, I'm on my third reread, <laughs> so I really, really, oh I love that God. book so much. <laughs> Um, so,
1: mine would actually have to be the book he wrote was his son Owen, and that would be Sleeping Beauties. <gasps> oh, I love
0: that book wow. so yes. much. Um, oh my God.
1: Sleeping Beauties was. So, I'm actually really interested in, and I need to listen to the interview that they did at the end. Um, but they talk a little bit about what it was ro- like to write the book together. Um, and I'm actually reading right now, I'm actually reading Joe Hill, um, his book full throttle where Stephen King and Joe Hill, who is obviously his son also write a couple of short stories together.
2: Um, mm-hmm.
1: and it's, it's interesting because when you read uh, sleeping beauties, you cannot tell who wrote what part. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that book was really impactful for me because there was so much, um, I can't even find words like there was so much growth and there was a lot of like, what would you do? Um, yeah. And, you know, like I was just totally blown away by the fact that two distinct people wrote this book. And if you read any of Owen King's stuff, it's nothing like, dad or his brother it's it, he He wrote like he wrote a historical fiction book if i remember correctly about like World uh-huh. War II. um mm. so to read this book and literally i could not figure out because i tried um you know who wrote what that was a fascinating dichotomy to me and it's just the whole <laughs> book was just like a punch in the gut i mean oh, i I, I, just... I didn't have
2: words
0: I think I read that book in like a day or yeah, in about a day and a half a couple yeah. years ago. I just when it came out, I was so excited and it was so good. It was so rewarding. It was absolutely everything that I could have wanted in like a good creepy horror strange like yeah. you know, what it was a different way of the world falling apart,
1: you know? Exactly. And it was so intense for me that I literally I couldn't read the whole thing at once. I literally oh. had to give myself like a 2 week break. Between oh, the first half and the second half of the book. And I literally think I read like Winnie the Pooh or something like that.
2: <laughs> no. um, you, you've made me want to go back and. and uh, read Winnie the Pooh? Give that... No, no. I... <laughs> uh, uh, do, the, the other one. The, yeah, yeah. Sleeping uh, Beauties. Sleeping Beauties. Pick
0: it up. Pick it up, Christine.
1: You'd yes. like it a lot. I think really so. Did. I think I, I'll, I'll be interested to see what you think.
0: So, um, if we're talking about more recent things, I know Christine and I have read The Institute, and I don't think, Amber, you have no. yet. No, I have not. So, we'll keep this discussion spoiler-free, but what hey. did you think of it, Christine? I liked have it. Have finished- I did. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I, I don't think I'd want to go to The Institute. No. Um, I don't know. But, I don't know um, good. but, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. And I haven't read I hadn't read Stephen King in a while, quite a while.
0: It had that so. really great, strong, like good versus evil that like, yeah. The, yeah. you know, some very horrible things happened, but there was <laughs> still that hope and that, yeah, you know, per, like I will prevail. Like I, we, I don't think, you know, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was hard to read. I know my sister will never read it because children were harmed no, in the making no, of that won't. book. No, right. but I, I really enjoyed it a lot and I, I thought it was very innovative and interesting. Um, yeah.
2: And there was and, something that you could keep cheering for, like you said, you know, you yep. could root for to, to prevail. And, yep.
0: yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, what were you say, Amber? So, uh, is there a Stephen King
1: book that you have no desire to read? Mine is Under the Dome. Oh, my God, oh, I loved Under the
0: Dome. I loved really? Under the oh, Dome. Okay, Amber, okay. <laughs> Maybe, I'll try it.
1: Maybe I'll try it again. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I my God. That was one of my
0: favorite books by him. It, okay. It's in my top. Several and wow. what I liked. What? Oh yeah, I loved oh. it. And what I liked most about it. So you know, without without too right. many spoilers, we know that what happens is this dome slams down over this town, and they're trapped inside they're trapped, this yeah, dome. They can't leave. Yeah. And so you know, the the dome part was interesting, and some other things. But what I found the most fascinating was what when when people are forced to live in extreme terror or extreme in this very strange you know what is going to come out about them like how are they going to react to a situation like this you know some people there were acts of extreme heroism and acts of extreme evil and that's what I liked about it like how a a town how they would respond to this type of situation, mm-hmm. and that's what I liked about it. And okay.
2: who is going to do what? Like you, right. you kind of you have these ideas about some people, and sometimes yeah. those get uh, totally <coughs> um, changed. I mean you, yeah. you think you know what somebody's going to be like, and they 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 turn out not to be. And it's interesting yeah. to see because you know it's going to bring out the best and the very worst. And <laughs>
0: It's- some people evolved, and some people devolved. Devolved, yes. yes, very much. Um, <laughs> it, I, I, it was a, to me, I, I was a little let down by the very end. I have to tell you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think but so. the, the journey to get there was so. Um, I will read that book. That that's one that will be a reread for me at some point. So. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't discount it too quickly. You know, see about okay. it.
0: <clears throat> then I, I guess will, I will try it again. For me, the one I know I should read um because it's so popular and I I just don't I don't have any interest and I want to try at some point. The Dark Tower books. Have either of you, you read know, those.
1: No, I no, threw no, the first right. one against the wall. <laughs> but,
0: well I heard that the uh,
2: sorry, first one is Stephen the most King, confusing.
0: But... Well, I heard that was the most confusing. And once I'm you get to the gonna, first one,
2: No. Yeah. Gonna, you know, and it's funny because there are, there are things that he writes that are so different from yeah. all the other things. And like, he writes some books with Peter Straub. And and, oh, yeah. and those love, are, yep. you know, he just has so many different, like facets, facets yeah. of literature that he can do. But I had no interest in, in the dark and people adore them. You know, I know, I know.
1: Yes. Stacy, is there a Stephen King book that you don't want to read?
0: The Dark Tower books, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I could change my mind on that. But for right now, it just feels to me like it's such this epic undertaking. And I don't know if I have the – it's such high fantasy, and it's not necessarily my thing. So I, And
2: I started the first one, too, like you so said. So did I. I. I just – no, mm-hmm. I couldn't.
0: Was there, but, a book, was there
1: a book of him <clears throat> that you read that you were surprised you liked? Hmm. Hmm. mine was the girl who loved tom gordon um and you really really have to be a baseball fan to like that book and i am i love baseball Uh, i didn't but i was i was was surprised surprised. i I was surprised that i actually i liked that book a lot but it was because i think if you didn't get the boston red sox um like history and stuff i i I understood it so you know to me to me the actual story about trisha you know in that book was kind of you know like it was second to
2: secondary
1: yeah secondary Mm. to the boston red sox like as a scene (laughs) was a character in the book Uh,
2: that's yeah, yeah
1: i see that you're right And you know it was it was interesting, and Tricia's story was very secondary, and I didn't actually care what happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was just like, "Hey, whatever." If she gets eaten, I I can't can't
2: go that far. I do care about that, but mm.
0: I think for me, the book that surprised me the most—I bought *Misery* when it was on sale, and I didn't expect to inhale it so quickly. Like, I could not stop reading. I was so disgusted by it and like not disgusted, like judgmentally disgusted, but like some of the the descriptions were like, like, I mean, I was like almost gagging and like the rats in the basement and like the crumbs when she would eat, like, I mean, just some horrible things. The leg thing. And the leg. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't stop reading. It was like, it was like a train wreck you couldn't look away from. And that to me, and I'd seen the movie and stuff and I was kind of like, yeah, misery doesn't have any, like, I mean, yeah, it's (laughs) horror because it's a terrible thing to happen, but, it's not horror, like aliens or ghosts or, you know, mm. zo- I mean, it's, it's straight just thriller and it was so well done and I loved it so much. Um, So I'd say that was one of the ones that surprised me the most.
2: Okay. I liked the book a lot better than the movie. Yeah. Oh, I did
0: like the movie though. I,
2: yeah. Oh no. Nah.
0: What about for you, Christine? Yeah. Did any of the books surprise you?
2: No, not really. No? I, 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 no, I I don't. I'm. I'm not a big fan of it, though. The way that everybody. Does. <gasps> I'm terrified I'm just, of
1: clowns, and oh. I haven't even read the book. Yeah, yet.
2: I just. Um, I, <laughs> I. Yeah, I'm, that's just. A, it's, did any of you ever read Bag of Bones? No, I
0: loved Bag of Bones.
2: Yeah, so did I. I, I mean, until
0: the this. end, but. Yeah. um mm. You know, I've just learned. I've learned from reading Stephen King books that you can never expect. A, like. Uh, like Dean Koontz, which is the other kind of horror writer that I read. You always know the good guy's going to win. It's always going to end up good. But with Stephen King, you never really know, but I loved bag of bones. I, I thought it was really creepy and fabulous and (laughs) I kind of need to read it again, but I love that there were, you know, ghosts in it. I know Shannon would hate that. Um, (laughs) But I mean, for me it was, it was really well done. And I feel like in that one, he built it all pretty slowly, like all the terror, Mm -hmm. As I recall, that was a pretty creepy book. Yeah, it was.
2: It was. Yeah. I was just curious to know if anyone had ever it was a title we hit. There's so many titles. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's like you said, there's just way too many. Well I don't
0: I, I feel like the one that disappointed me most though was um and I and I feel bad but I kinda of blocked it out because I spent a long time reading Insomnia and then I didn't like um, the ending. And I don't remember I'm never, I'm never exactly right. now why, but I Wait, I do know why um I just I that was probably one of my least favorite but I read um an audio version and I I think it was read by Stephen King but there was always this like weird like music randomly in it and it's just uh, some things and I don't know that one to me took a long time and then I didn't love it I read it an either-
2: audio version too but it wasn't that one it wasn't um I don't remember the random music, and it wasn't Stephen King. Oh, see,
1: I have the one read by Stephen King. I haven't read it yet, but I have it. Yeah, it's good. I've never never
2: heard him read his work. That would be interesting to me.
1: You know what? Listen to, like, an audible sample of uh, Needful Things. So Uh what I really like about him is the characters that just kind of pop
2: up in other books.
0: Yes, I love
2: that. Yeah, I do too. That's like continuity you didn't expect. And it's very like
0: casual mentions of different Mm -hmm.
2: things. (laughs) Yes.
0: That happens a couple times in Dr. Sleep, but it was before I'd read many of his books. So Mm. I didn't notice it until we talked about it in the Stephen King Book Club. And they're like, you know, did you notice this mention, this mention? And I'm like, oh my God, like I had no idea. So I went back and reread it after I'd read more of his books and it made me happy.
1: Who's your favorite Stephen King character?
0: Ugh. I know, I know. Well, I really like Jake Epping from Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Yeah. Um, but I also like um, uh, Danny. Oh, um, yeah.
1: From The Shining. And yeah. Dr. yeah.
0: Yep, Yep. Christine. Um, and the woman from Rose Matter, whose name is oh, something I'm blanking on right um, now. <laughs> oh,
1: why I can't I think that. of her name? <coughs> I know Norman. Wasn't her, was her name Rose? It, it was, it was Rose. Rose,
0: okay, I think yeah. it was. I loved her well, too. Well, since yeah.
2: Danny popped into my head the minute you said that, I guess I have to say that that might be what I would have to say.
1: Yeah. Um... My favorite characters were from Needful Things, and it was Alan Pangborn, the sheriff. Oh I liked him oh, and man. Norris Ridgwick, the deputy, who a lot of people don't remember, but no, I don't friend.
2: I remember the favorite. sheriff
1: but... yeah um, norris Ridgwick was one of my favorites, and the reason for that is because you know in the book he really struggles with what he did, especially at the end, um, and he really kind of has this internal battle, and he actually. Tries to commit suicide in the book. And then, you know, he changes his mind and, you know, he's able to reverse that process. But like, I think he kind of, you know, he, he was like the perfect character just because he wanted to do what was right. But you know in in life sometimes we make really crappy choices and you know we have to pay the price for those and he did but he was able to make it okay in the end but Polly, in the end of the book kind of says you know everyone has to live with their choices and you do too um and i don't know that's always stuck with me
0: yeah, yeah i um like i said i need to reread needful things um I, I just, I had a hard time with it, and Fair by the time enough. I was invested, I, I forgot a lot, because mm-hmm. it was one of the ones I kept picking up and putting down, sure. because I couldn't get into mm-hmm. it, and I think I did the book a disservice, so I, I need, I'll, I'll try it again. Okay. Yeah,
2: I hope you like it. I liked it a
0: lot. Were there any books you just couldn't finish? Gerald's Game, that was mine. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we already talked about that? Yeah.
2: yeah. We talked about that. Game. Anyway, yeah.
0: What about um the one I couldn't get through? I'm completely blanking on it. It's they're in this cabin in the woods, and um this creature like takes over these men, and there's like a kid. Like <gasps> is he like drawing pictures? It's not Dreamcatcher. It's um oh god, not the Dead Zone, right? No, I
2: have
0: not read that
2: one either. Oh yes, I remember the Dead. I liked the Dead Zone. I
0: <laughs> no wow. and maybe I. I, I I'm, why I am i like this? like the, the guy oh man like all these people end up like dying in the first like half and you're like well who's this mm-hmm. book about and i'm blanking on what it is so i guess i can't even talk about it, it but i really didn't familiar like it.
2: when you like but i can't come up with it but i couldn't I finish the, there's one that has a buick in the title uh
0: and... from a buick eight hey. I never read that one. I couldn't read
2: that one. I didn't I read it. I, I, I tried. It. I started. Is that like I Christine, couldn't... or
0: is it different?
2: No, it's not like that at all. Okay.
1: So can I just plug his family members really quick before we – so I'm a huge fan of Tabitha King. Um, and I don't think that she gets a lot of publicity, and I think she should. Her books are totally different than her husband's, but there is, like, one horror book that she wrote. Like, I don't really think she meant it to be, but it was called The Trap. Um, so if you ever get a chance to read Tabitha King, you might want to check her out. And Joe Hill, okay. oh, I They're love really Joe Hill, yeah, Nosferatu. Yeah, I haven't read that one yet, but
0: it's <gasps> on my oh.
1: list of books to read around Halloween. I'm super excited. Oh. You know
0: what? But I'm going to talk about that one. I think for the episode yeah, coming. Yeah. Check out, check out Tabitha King. Um,
1: okay. She writes some interesting stuff. It's nothing like her husband. And I read. Um, the introduction to Full Throttle and Joe Hill talks a lot about his parents Um, Uh, and their different writing processes, which I thought was really interesting. Um, So I just, I I couldn't go without saying, I love you, Tabitha, which is a little creepy, but I don't care.
2: I'll have to check that out. She'll never hear me anyway. And if she
1: does, I will totally fangirl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I feel like we haven't even like scratched the surface of Stephen King. Like, I feel like, you know, there's so many books. We didn't even talk about any of his, like, short story anthologies, I know. which
2: are oh, amazing yes. in their oh, own right. some of those, right? Yeah, yes.
1: Library Policeman, are you kidding me? Scariest the, short story. The episode. Richard
2: Bachman stuff. Was, I didn't
1: even – I haven't some... even read that. Oh, no, I haven't either. What
2: was
0: the one where thin. the guy kept losing – oh, Thinner. Thinner.
2: Thinner, I mean, thinner. Was yes. Thinner. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, he just has such yeah. this huge body of work. Like, I mean, you know, there's – I sort of feel like there's something for everybody in, yeah. in what he writes. I mean, even if you're not like a horror fan, he has those like detective novels, like the yeah. Mr. Mercedes and the, um, the next like, one that. 2263. Well, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's so many different types of, you know, th- just, I feel like he really does write something for everyone and he has so many different things. You don't have to start with like, um, you know, one of his super long books, like the stand or it, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if, if you could recommend one book to start with for like a, a novice Stephen King reader, what would you probably say a person should start with?
2: Oh. Wow, well, it, And it would depend on what they liked. You know, because I like you just said, there are so many, you know, different things to I'm gonna, you know, go like, with, I'm gonna go. Like I just told Shannon that I thought the institute would be good for her to start to do yeah. because yeah. it's. Mm. And what are you saying? Every year you gonna go with what?
1: I'm gonna go with Carrie. It's oh. it's vintage Stephen King. It's classic. It's I don't know. I just short. It is very yeah, short. And it's very. It's it's an interesting way to write a book because he wrote yeah. you know, he wrote it with news reports, he wrote it with wire reports, he wrote it with newspaper articles, letters. Um true. so I mean
0: I I'm I'm gonna go with Carrie. Cool. I don't know. It's for me it's a toss up between um eleven twenty two sixty three and mm, the shining. Mm. I mean, those are the two. I, I mm. just, I, or if you just want something that's a little bit, uh, not so intense to me, that's sell. I really enjoyed sell a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> or some of the short stories. I don't know. I mean, there's just too many things. So yeah, I, I asked this true. question and then I don't really know how to answer it.
1: <laughs> different, different seasons is a good short story collection. Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I think you would, you would, you would, you would, you know, whoever you were talking to, you would make the decision just based mm-hmm. on them. And it would be different. I don't know that I would, it, that there would be a book for, that I would just say uh, yeah, for that's anyone. True. <clears throat> because it's just too, there's just, there's just too much, to too many things, and too many different people.
0: Yeah.
1: Has anyone ever read The Colorado Kid? I've never even read that one before. No. No.
0: Yeah. Is that a short story though? I think it's a I
2: short, isn't it? Oh, is it? No, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think it don't, is. I thought, it I, don't think it is
0: either. I thought it was a
1: full-length book. Yeah, oh, I love that. we don't even know. We're just how about it. Joyland? <laughs>
0: have any of you read Joyland? Oh no,
1: I forgot about that one. No, I have not. I, I, is I that about the amusement the... park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't read it, but um, his son does a kind of kind of a play on that in. Full Throttle, there's a story about a carousel that goes crazy. And I think that all comes from the rape red
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to have to read. Mm. You know what?
1: Full, full, full Throttle full was not the best short story, I have to admit. And he wrote that one with Stephen King. Um, but the other stories in the collection I'm really enjoying. So.
0: Oh, speaking of short stories, I mean, if we want to talk about a very hopeful, happy story, did either of you read um, – The one that came out last year called, it was like Elevation. Oh, Um, I didn't read that, but it looked good. It's really fun. And it's very sort of relevant to today's um, like uncomfortable political society. And, um, but what I liked about it is again, it's very hopeful. And, um, you know, I I thought that was, if you want something very hopeful and that leaves you feeling, better about humanity, try Elevation. It's it's quite good.
1: And yeah. it's short. Did anyone ever read Licey's Song? I never read Lacey's Song. Licey's Story? I yeah, that's another
2: one that I didn't finish. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I
0: haven't. Yeah. I find it really I,
1: interesting that between the three of us, there are books of his we have never even read. I
0: know. <laughs> I know. and But I have to say, and I'm blanking on the name, my, my husband and I always, um, we don't agree that much on reading because I'm usually a romance person. He likes... All his things, but one author we can always agree on is Stephen King. So we're reading uh, um, the Stephen King Peter Straub Straub, Straub book Straub, right now, yeah. and I'm completely yeah. blanking on the name. Isn't that dumb? Um, the uh, Rage when the Long Walk. No, when he's twelve, um, from the eighties, um, uh, mm. he goes in this other like um, parallel universe um, where there's magic. He, oh like this yeah. Epic like quest. that book. Oh my gosh. Like this is going to bug me now. I can't out. remember
2: the name, but I, I...
0: now I want to know what it is. What,
2: yeah. So the, the, the
0: book, it's the talisman and. Oh, oh books, yes, that's, yes, that's, yes. Yes. yeah, It's really, really good. And then the, the, I want to read the sequel, but of course you have to read the first the... one about Jack Sawyer as a little kid before you can get to the sequel. So Black House, the sequel? Oh, Black, Black House is the sequel. Black House. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I haven't even
1: but, heard of those before.
0: Oh my gosh! What if the You want to read? Oh, it's so fun! I don't know. It's you know how you were saying with the Joe Hill and the yeah Owen King, and you can't tell yeah. who writes what sometimes. Right. Okay, I yep. I can't it's really tell in this. Yeah, yeah, the Talisman is really good. Um, All right. So, like I said, there's something for everyone. I mean, yes. there's fantasy. There's you know, like more like uh, detective ones. There's horror. There's I don't know. So yes. Stephen King. All right. Needs to write books until he's like 115. So um, at least, yeah. I just keep writing, please. (laughs) So anyway, I'm not really sure how to wrap up this episode. I think you just did. Keep writing, please. Keep writing,
2: please.
0: And you know, just everyone. I just encourage you to read at least one Stephen King book in your lifetime. So one, maybe a last fun question to kind of end it. Yeah.
1: Um, would you want to be in a Stephen King book? I totally hell would. No. Oh, no, hell no. No, hell no. Put the me in the most girl. scary, horror. Absolutely. If, I, I would love to have been Carrie.
0: No, I'm telling you right now, I'd be the <laughs> first to die in one of his books. My, well, you know, I would, would take yeah. Yeah, no, no. So I love reading. And, in and my book, I'd end up one of the like dead psycho twins in the Overlook <laughs> Hotel. So... <laughs> Yeah no I I I'd think
1: I'll just be beating people to death with a hammer and I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> no. What it's about you fighting with the fittest.
0: Come on. I guess
2: I don't want to be in one of his books and I don't think I want to meet Amber in person. <laughs> um <laughs> <I> think... <laughs>
1: right? It's only, it's only when survival is at stake that I think I'm so crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on that note, everyone, um, if you meet Amber in person, duck and yeah, cover. <laughs> but, um, you know, this ends this episode of um, Book Bistro and, you know, just pick up a Stephen King book. This is the perfect time of year yes. to get lost in something horrifying Bring some apple cider i feel like that's appropriate and if yeah. you read a stephen king book tell us about it yeah let us yes, know what definitely. your
2: thoughts are yeah. know,
0: because most um, people have a pretty strong emotion for most stephen king novels Yeah. Yes. um yes. whether it's rage or terror
2: yeah or yes. and if you read oh, any
1: and if you read any tabitha king hit
0: me up.
2: let us know about that let, too. let me know yeah yes yeah.
0: All right, everyone. Um, Thank you all for listening. If you would like to let us know your thoughts, you can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. And some number of us
1: will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care,
0: everybody.